Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Monash. Today is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I'd love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes from Devendra, who asks, I'm a longtime listener of the Real Estate Espresso podcast and have thoroughly enjoyed your well-thought-out and efficiently delivered content. Time permitting, I had a question on the most recent podcast about potential scenarios for the economy. In the second scenario, you said bonds would have a significant run-up as interest rates stabilize. Can you explain what this means? I've been trying to wrap my head around the bond market, but there's so many moving parts that affect it and affect different maturation levels as well. If you can suggest a good primer on the bond market, that would be greatly appreciated. Well, Devendra, thank you for the kind words, and this is a great question. If you have this question, then chances are that others would benefit from an explanation of how the bond market works. The bond market is the largest financial market in the world. It's almost 10 times the size of the stock market in terms of monetary value. Let's start with understanding what happens when a bond is issued, then what happens when the bond is traded in the open market after the bond issue. So let's imagine that a company, or perhaps even a nation, issues a bond for $100, and that bond has a one-year maturity date on it, which means it must be repaid in full at the end of one year. That bond will have an interest rate associated with it. In our example, we're going to set the interest rate at 2%. Clearly, that bond wasn't issued recently, because if it was, it would be at a much higher interest rate. So our bond, at the end of one year, would be returned with $102, comprising $100 in principal and $2 in interest. Now let's imagine that after issuance, the market interest rate jumps to 4%, meaning new bonds would be issued at 4% instead of 2% in the example of our $100 one-year bond. Now let's say that six months remaining in the term of the bond, the holder of the bond decides to sell that bond in the open market, and the buyer of that bond would really want to buy a bond having a 4% interest rate and would really have no interest in buying a bond with a 2% interest rate on it. So the seller of the 2% interest rate bond would need to sell the bond at a discount in order to interest anyone in the open market to buy it. Well, how much would that bond need to be discounted for in order to get a 4% yield? Well, with six months remaining, a 2% bond would actually yield 4% on an annualized basis. The face value of the bond would not have to be discounted at all. The person who held the bond for those first six months would have to give up any interest earned during the first six months and give all of the interest to the buyer of the bond. Now that's a pretty simple case. Let's imagine that interest rates in the open market go up to 6% instead of 2%. And let's imagine that the term of the bond is not a one-year bond, but a 10-year bond, and there's nine years remaining in the bond. For each remaining year in the bond, the seller would need to discount that bond that had originally a face value of 2% by 4%. So if there's one year remaining in the bond, then the seller would need to sell it at 96 cents on the dollar in order to offer up an additional 4% on top of the 2% on the face value for a total yield of 6%. If there's two years remaining, they would need to discount it by 8%, three years, 12%, and so on. With nine years remaining, that bondholder would need to discount the bond by 36% in order to deliver a 6% yield in the market for a bond having a 2% interest coupon and nine years remaining in the term. So now you can understand why bond prices are falling in a rising interest rate environment. The bond market is absolutely getting crushed and bondholders are losing a lot of money. 
Now, some of that discount in the market is also in anticipation of further increases in interest rates that have not yet taken place, but they're forecast to occur. It's possible those same bonds get discounted even further as the market forecasts rates of 7% or more in the near future. So when interest rates stabilize, it could be that the market determines that inflation is starting to stabilize, and the economy may be struggling and may be in need of further stimulus in the future. At that point, those bonds with a higher face value become much more valuable. Let's say that our 6% bond were discounted to 7%, and they're now seeking a 5% yield because interest rates have started to fall. The seller of those bonds could see an 18% increase in the price of those bonds with a 2% drop in yield if there's 9 years remaining in a 10-year bond. All it takes is a stabilization or a modest drop in interest rates, and you'll see both the bond market and the stock market surge. Now, I have to admit it is difficult for some people to follow math on a podcast. Hopefully this example was simple enough that it's easy enough to follow. I want to thank you, Devendra, for a great question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.